Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Yes, tonight we continue an absorbing series of conversations with our human condition guru, clinical psychologist Lynn Worsley, on personality types. I have a sense a lot of people hanging off these conversations to see who am I. Lynn, welcome back. Great to see you. <laughs> Great to see you, Lee. So let's recap um, the four personality types you say we're covering. Okay, look, two weeks ago we outlined the four personality types in a bit more detail, and that's from the DISC, the D-I-S-C, and that's an acronym for for the different personality types. And this links back to, back to research from as early as like 400 AD. So we're not sort of doing anything new here. No. The DISC talks of the four types, and there's combinations of those, of course, like, you know, the world isn't just made of four people. Um, but the types are dominance, which is the big picture thinker, the influencing type, which is the relational person, the steady, the task-orientated individuals, the compliant um, or amiable and peacemakers. And um, last week I talked primarily about the relational person, the influencing type Yes. Um, on the disc. And these are the people who, when they're moving house, they get all their friends over to help and they have a party and they're talkative and social and they just do a whole lot of annoying things that are sort of in your face. <laughs> and never get much done. No. <laughs> so who are we looking at this week then? Okay, now we'll look at the steady individuals and these are the opposite to the relational type. Okay. The steady types would move a house by doing it all by themselves. Um, they'd be completely organised and have a system that just doesn't miss a trick. They'd pack their own boxes by themselves and if a friend came over, they'd say, no, 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 I don't need your help. And then if this friend was you know, particularly persistent, they'd just happen to do the work for them. Um, when they left, they'd unpack the boxes and do it again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know that. Um, so what are the characteristics of this steady type of person? Okay, look, I'll go through in, in little steps of different, of the char- different characteristics. Yeah. Um, now, the, the steady type of personality, um, they're very detail-orientated. Now, these people keep the rest of us in line. They're aware of the particular things that others don't notice, and it really makes a difference. So they are, you know, a really stickler for details. So you might be halfway through a job, and yet they'll say, oh, no, hang on a minute, we've got to go back and dot that I and cross that T and get it exactly right. Um, they're very perfectionistic. So they expect things to go perfectly, and often it doesn't. And they expect other people to perform as perfectly at them. So often they can become quite irritated by other people's imperfections. Um, They do have high standards and they're often hard on themselves. And often this gets in the way of them just beginning a task, which is really hard. And it can look like procrastination, but it's not. Well, it is, I suppose. But it's, it's more that they just don't want to get into it until they can do it exactly right. Okay. Um. They're also a quality control people. These are brilliant. These people are brilliant for the detail in an organization where you want quality control. You know, they've got an eye for the detail and their desire for the perfection. And so the standards are high and they're the ones who do a lot of the quality tasks so that basically something can be thought of, but they'll go back and make sure it's done exactly right. Yeah. They're also very serious. Um, they're a bit more serious than other people. 
um, uh, and they're often burdened with the responsibility to keep other people on track and completing their tasks for perfection. So particularly if they're paired with that relational person who's just off the air most of the time, so they try and bring them back and try and keep them serious um, so they do all the tasks properly. I could just imagine... A substantial amount of the audience kind of pointing their finger at somebody else there saying, that's you! <laughs> the other half saying, no, it's not! <laughs> okay, so they're serious. Okay, yes, and they're also very cautious. Okay. Uh, so they'll look at the worst-case scenario and put in place some things to stop that happening. Um, they gear towards making sure everything is safe. So these are your insurance people. Yep. Okay. Um, they um, they have less enthusiasm when they're taking chances, and if there's anything that's risky, they're very nervous about it. Um, they're also not assertive. They have deep convictions about many many things, and are often more reluctant to share them with others because they just really got to formulate their conviction, um, convictions. They internalize a lot of things, and often they'll withdraw from people who do less than perfect work rather than confronting them. Okay. Um, They're very analytical. They'll analyze almost everything. Logic and facts are really, really, really important. And they think through all the detail and think about things before they do anything. Which I'm sure is is all a bit infuriating for some of the other types of personalities we've looked at. Yes, but again, how good would they be on a team? Yes, of course, when you've got something to run yes. and work. Yes, yeah. um, they're data collectors, so they gather a lot of data before they make a decision. So they spend a lot of time on the data collection and by the time they've made their solid and well-researched decision, um, they sometimes might have missed the boat. So they okay, try and make yes. a decision yep. and they've they've looked at everything and they've got the pros and cons and they're working out how they might do it and whether they should or whether they shouldn't. And then in the meantime, the boat's gone or they've missed the train or the prices have gone up or they've missed the deal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're also very, very organised. So they've got lists and charts and they'd have a perfect day if they were able to schedule every minute with a list of the things that they'd want to do in that time. Yeah. Um, they are fantastic when there's a chaotic environment. So they could come into a chaotic environment and actually analyse it, bring it, bring it through to a point of organisation. I think that's good. Yeah. Um, they're also more reserved, a bit more reserved than their opposite friends. Their opposite friends are the relational, who we talked about last week. Um, and these are the introverts, you know, the... the, um, the um, the steady types are much more introverted or the the classic introvert. And they like to have their thoughts and feelings inside them and they spend a lot of time pondering about that. But not everyone knows what they think. And a lot of people can think they're being judgmental, but they're not. They're just holding on to their own thoughts and feelings. And they'd prefer to everyone's attention to be on other people and not necessarily on themselves. Um, They're also very thoughtful in the process of change. So they will think everything through, but they also resist the change. So these are your great resistors. This is like, no, 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 no. I hate change. Yes. (laughs) No, no. Are we there yet? You know, that sort of person who's who's just going to put their foot down until it's all done and then they have to actually cope with it. Um, Unless there's a lot of research regarding the change and a definite sense that the change will be beneficial, they'll often resist it and be the ones who will will hold back. Um, They just don't take risks if they can help it. 
Okay. They often see that change is a threat, not necessarily a possibility. Yeah. Um, they're very creative. So this type of personality are incredibly creative and you often see them in the artistic, the musical, the, the artists that we have um, and there's an inner peace when they're able to use that creative um, part of them. And a lot of our um, amazing artists such, such as Michelangelo, um, Van Gogh, you know, and musicians who, you know, spend a lot of time on their own really, really doing this beautiful work. Um, and they're also incredibly conscientious. So this is your model child, you know, that does everything right and follows through and ticks all the boxes and they fine tune everything and they do the right and wrong and, and they work hard at delivering all the tasks that they've got in front of them. Yeah. I've just been sitting here biting my tongue because I think I can because the, the psychoanalysis of me is going to happen in a few weeks' time. But I think there are some of the things you may disagree based on what you know of me. But I think oh, some of these things I'm quite familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what are their strengths? This particular person, as opposed to the fun relational person we talked about last week, because there are quite a few strengths there that, in that oh, list that yes, you've gone through. Oh, yes, yes. Look, the four strengths, the main strengths they bring into these four personality types is their, their commitment to quality um, and uh, their analytical skills. Yes. So they're thinkers. Um, they're precise about what they do and an eye for detail and just their organisational abilities. And I know in my work, I try hard to find someone who's going to work with me who has these skills. Totally, yes. Um, because I know I don't. <laughs> I just had this vision of somebody turning up for an interview with Lynn Worsley. God, <laughs> that's a challenge. <laughs> so, you know, these are the, 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 the qualities that really are particularly annoying if you're a relational person and somebody wants to dot your I's and cross your T's, but they're particularly helpful if you're a relational person. Yes, yeah. You know, yeah. so the steady um, analytical type who likes to do things well, really good to have on a team and really good to have around. Yes. So what I've given you is the opposite of the relational person. So the steady is the opposite of the relational person. So if you can imagine like a circle... These are the two on the each corner or, or, or opposite each other on a, like a, I suppose, on a cube, if you look at that that way. Do they or can they get on then? Well, they do get on. In an actual fact, opposites attract. Okay. Um, and they have a great balance. So if you have a relational person who's out there in your face, fun, thinking of new ideas, motivated, talking too much, and you put them with the uh, steady... Um, introverted type who's thinking through and logically doing everything exactly right, you'd think, how on earth do they ever get on? They kind of need each but other. But they, they need each other. Yeah. They do, and they have a great balance. And oftentimes they're attracted to what each other doesn't have. Yes. So I remember one time talking to two sisters, and um, and one of them was just saying, I can't believe it. You know, she's she's got everything going for her. She's so fun. She's out there and she's outgoing and she does everything right. You know, she gets on with all the friends and the other one came in to see me and said I can't believe my sister she does everything right she gets all the right answers in her tests and she finishes everything I can't never do that and I, I thought man you guys if only you just could appreciate yes. each other's differences yeah, yeah. but interestingly when opposites attract over time they get annoying to each other I bet that's right yes. yes and what happens when you've got opposites is that they try really hard to make each other become like each other 
So the steady tries really hard to turn this relational person into somebody who's, you know, who's going to do everything exactly right. And that relational person will feel really stifled. Yes. And the relational person will try really hard to make the steady person much more fun. And that person will feel completely, um, un, I guess, un, insecure. Totally. And, uh, and not quite sure how to, to cope. Yeah. But if they work together... If they actually pull their skills together, they can either become one of the other two types together. So this is quite an interesting thing. So if you're actually watching the two types, they're opposite on a, on a circle. Yep. On, on, and either side of them, you've got the amiable and the dominant person. Yeah. And the dominant is often the leader and the amiable is the peacemaker. So if you put the two of these relational and the steady people together, they can either become quite peaceful and just listen to each other or they can actually take on a leadership role with the skills that they bring to the party yeah. and you know when they work together they're they're dynamo in so relationship what? counseling i'd like to say lee it's yeah. a little bit like a fire putting out fires with the two of those i can imagine that. <laughs> it's explosive and you're, and you're the one in the middle <laughs> tell me about the careers that influencers have the most where where will they naturally go for their job their occupation well the careers that they have the most well what happens with them is that they um uh, steady people tend to fit into the uh, let me think control quality control computer operators okay. um systems analysis um or jobs that involve organizations they're very good in administration yep um, very good in terms of something that needs a project Can to imagine. follow through, project management. Yeah. The careers for the influencers or the relational type, these are the people orientated, the welfare workers, the counsellors, the teachers, the youth workers, the pastors. Um, and the combination of these two, um, with you know, say the combination of the influencers or the relational person with the dominant one, they're the welfare organisational leaders. Yes, I can imagine okay. that When too. you see the steady people with the um, the dominant or the leadership ones, you will see them as being much more like head of organisations that will, um, say, to do a system analysis or maybe a radio program. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he looking at? Okay. <laughs> I, one exercise we unfortunately ran out of time to cover last week was one interesting thing that you've looked at um some of the apostles yes and what kind of person peter is yes well peter have a guess which one is he the steady or the relational one well is he haphazard or is he organized he's kind of the um he was impulsive he was incredibly yeah. impulsive yeah Yes, Peter is a relational or the inspirer. Yep. Yep. And it's interesting, Jesus said he'd be the rock. Now, that's inspiring. Um, yes. But rock implies that he's steady, doesn't it? Yep. But it's not. It's actually, it's, it's, it's more that he's an impulsive, inspiring person. He said exactly what he was going through. Yes. He, he talked too much. He said things that everyone else was thinking but wasn't going to say. Um, and he generally did and said what others were not going to do. Yeah. Um, he got into trouble. Yep. Um, he cut someone's ear off by accident. <laughs> you know, oops. Um, he had a lot of conflict and he grew a lot. Who was steady, just quickly? Who was steady? Yeah. Moses. 
not an apostle, but let's go with yeah, Moses. Okay. Yeah. Look, he wrote the Ten Commandments, and he took so long that the people got restless down the bottom <laughs> and started a bit of her, um, and made some other gods. That's, that's very good. That's very good. <laughs> he steadily followed God's plans, and he thought about everything first. Yeah. He thought and thought and thought. To a T, he followed everything to, instru- to the instructions. It's great stuff. Mm. So listen, um, we're having a break. Kate and I are off for a break separately yeah. <laughs> over the next couple of weeks. So we're back together on June 24. What will yes. we be covering then? What we're going to cover then is looking at the amiable personality, yep. um, the peacemakers, you know, the nice... Um, the, the ones that are really nice to be around. <laughs> I'm going to talk to them. I can feel the airwaves soothing <laughs> yes, already. So they will have a peaceful time. And the following week, we'll look at the dominant type. Yeah, okay. Lynn Worsley, as always, thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.